and welcome. You have found yourself at the Monkey Magic Podcast, a light-hearted and affectionate look back at the classic TV series Monkey, produced by Nippon TV and adapted from the classic Chinese novel Journey to the West. This podcast will take a nostalgic look back at this morals-infused adventure and consider what lessons we could learn for the 21st century. My name is JP. In this week's episode, the pilgrims are welcomed to a village headman's house. He shows the disciples a screen that has a picture of the beautiful goddess Sorosfati painted on it along with six other gods of good fortune. During the night, the goddess magically steps out of the screen, tricks Tripitaka, and takes his place on the pilgrimage. While she enchants the others, Monkey discovers Tripitaka trapped in the screen. Can Monkey free Tripitaka and get the goddess... Back on canvas. Welcome to the Monkey Magic Podcast with me, your host, JP. This week, episode 46. Pretty as a picture. Reminder, as always, this review will be spoiler heavy. So if you have not seen the episode, I would recommend you go and watch it, then come back and join us. Only the sage can know certainty. If we dream alive and dead because our senses are liars, what is the difference between image and reality? Well, that's what the narrator is saying this week. What is this episode all about? We've first off run into Sandy, who he's suggesting they all just take a wee bit of a break from each other because they are, they've been walking together for such a long time and they're starting to get on each other's nerves. You know that sort of living in each other's pockets type feeling? That's what Sandy's saying. He's looking for a... Well, he's looking for an opportunity to meet new people. Maybe meet a new girlfriend. I think that's what it is. What? Separate? Is that what you're saying? No, I mean only for the time being. You two irritate me. And we all need a rest from each other. I want time to think. Oh, yes. But if you had it, you couldn't use it. Hang on, Pixie, a minute. I'm fed up with you two as well. Sandy, what brought all this lot on then? Monkey's singing a wee song. What's that all about? He wants to make it a competition as to how Sandy is getting on with chicks. You know, let's have a competition, just the three of us. Competition? For who falls in love first? Exactly. Perhaps we should have a competition for who can fall in love the most of all. Ah, right. Yes, fall crazy with love. Yes, (laughs) and I'll be first. Wait. Fantastic. And they go to a nearby village and almost immediately... Start ranking women out of 10. Right? Not a winning move, I don't think. They hear some chick having a bath and standing on each other's shoulders. Monkey's trying to check her out. 
but he's spotted and he walks off before a bucket of water gets flung at Pigsy and Sandy who were lifting him up. Anyway, the pilgrims that night are having dinner with a local headman of the village. So in this particular village, they're dealing with the with the top brass. Normally they're just dealing with like just the rank and file. Sandy's asking him about the local chicks. Yes, tell us about the local ladies. Ah, there are no pretty ones. One, bet you're saving half. Of what? But the headman says, sadly, Sandy, there are no beautiful ones left. Pigsies, what? Uh, you've got to be joking. Like, is that is that re- like really? He's chided by Tripitaka, saying, "It's a total disgrace treating women as objects." Oh, what's disgusting about it, Master? It's wrong and shameful to think of people as objects. At best, it's disgraceful. He doesn't mean love. Oh, huh? How do you know what he means? What if that's all the love he's capable of? Yes, exactly. You humans are always falling in love. Well said, Trippy. There is, however, a really pretty girl in the picture that's in the headman's house. He's got this tapestry, various people on it, and there's a really pretty girl on that. Pixie, with the greatest I'm respect, if we have anyone anywhere who's beautiful, she's in the painting on the screen. In a picture? Yes, Brahma's lovely bride, the great goddess Surasvati. There's magic in that screen, they say. She's nice. Would seem that she's the goddess Swarasvarti. She's hot, frankly, right? She is hot. Monkey apparently knew her when he was in heaven. Now, again, we can't remember of meeting her, but maybe she was one of the ones that was going to come to that peach banquet because th- there was plenty of hot ones at that. I mean, that was a few weeks ago, so, you know, you need to drag the memory, but... But Monkey knows her. He says, yes, she was amazing. Anyway, at the hour of the tiger, which presumably is in the middle of the night, something weird happens. The goddess comes out of the painting. She comes out of the canvas into reality. Yeah, amazing. Trippy Taka is watching this. He thinks he's dreaming. Is it true you are going all the way to India? Yes, it's true, goddess. Travel no more. I will take your place, Tripitaka. But that's impossible. Nothing is impossible to Lord Brahma's consort. And quite frankly, between the two of us, Trippy, I'm bored in this canvas. And Tripitaka, he just can't handle it. Like He's rendered unconscious. Next day, like, the pilgrims are walking on, they've left the village, but hey-ho. It's no the real Tripitaka, is it? He's been duplicated, and it's the imposter. Wee bit like last week with the fake pilgrims, so this is another fake Tripitaka. Monkey suspects something, however. He manages to hit the horse, which causes... Him to go human, and aye aye, the goddess is revealed. Oh, Sarasvati, how did you get out of that screen? 
pretty as a picture, aren't I? Pretty ugly. Yes, that's right. Be rude. But I won't tell you where he is. Oh! And where is Trippy? She's a god of luck, apparently. Interestingly, both Pigsy and Sandy are happy to cut her some slack. Yeah, you, you know why, right? Because she's hot. The, the same again. Base instincts from those two. You know, like, yeah, well, like, like, go easy on our monkey because, you know, she's a dainty little thing. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it would be the two of us alone. I'm who you choose to be on your own with. Oh, me. You do. <laughs> oh, and not you. You flatter yourself, pig. Satisfactory. Just put him out of his misery and say you like me. I'll show you who she likes best. The bottom line is she doesn't want to tell them where Trippy Tacker is. And Pigsy and Sandy didn't care because they just fancy her. Interestingly, the horse seems to like her too. Monkey. He's the only logical one. He's gone like, I'm not having it. And he flies off in his cloud. Back in the village, the headman is showing off his picture to somebody else. And would you believe it? Trippy Taka is now in the picture. Monkey's there. He's shocked. Look at it. Back with the pilgrims. I'm afraid to say the goddess is flavour of the month. They're loving this new boss. This is the first time we've had a female boss. I don't know. They sometimes female bosses get a bad rep. But this one, she is going down like a treat. She's happy for them too. She's like, she's secretly quite happy that they're both competing for her attention. She loves the attention. Monkey's talking to Trippy Tacker in the picture. He's able to get through to him, and ultimately he's able to get him out of the picture. Trippy Tacker looks bemused, but before anything else can happen, all the other inhabitants of the picture are released too. But I didn't expect to see you in the picture. I suppose she put you there in place of herself, did she? <sighs> well, who do you think? That goddess? Come on. Wait, Monkey. We are the other six gods of good fortune. They need seven, not six. Ah, yeah, so so that's the point, really. So all the... Tripitaka plus the other gods have came out of the picture. Picture has spaces for seven. You see, monkey, seven is the magic number for we gods of fortune. And you'd better do what you're told, monkey. Bad luck if you don't. From the gods of good luck? So there's six gods plus the goddess, or in this case, Tripitaka. If it's gone back in, they need all seven back in. So they've got these six gods that need to be kind of kept an eye on as well. And then the headman breaks in saying, listen, loud voices are here. What's going on? Bang. Monkey and Tripitaka are back in the picture. Pigsy and Sandy, by the way, have fallen out completely because they're both wanting the goddess. So they're going to have a fight to the death for her affections. Like the goddess is loving it. Utterly loving it. And nobody's winning. And they eventually just tired each other out. Back in the village, however, development. The headman has decided to burn the picture. We could win next. Burn you. Burn. Burn. 
and there's an end to it. Is that going to kill Monkey and Trippy Taka? Because they're both in the picture, remember. The horse is also fancying the goddess. Yeah. Like, they all fancy her. <laughs> Comfy, ride a cock horse to India. Ride a cock horse to India. Ride a cock horse to India. Ride a cock horse. Anyway, the, we, we, the next thing we see, the six gods, Monkey, Tripitaka, sitting by a cold river where they're tending to their burn wounds. They are now homeless. Hopeless, uh-huh. homeless and hungry. My pot belly will melt away. Stop complaining! But for my staff, you'd have burned to death! Hopeless, homeless and hungry is the word. Like, the the canvas has been destroyed and the other gods are saying, like, we're lost now, we're lost. Tripitaka saying, the only way this can be restored is if you persuade her to return. Monkey, please try. Horse and the goddess are, are now just on their own. And would you believe it? With no protection, they are accosted by bandits. She's robbed of her jewels. I'm a goddess, you know. You'll have bad luck. Good enough already. As pretty as I've seen in a while. (laughs) Don't do anything. We're just priests in disguise. But just in time, Monkey arrives to fight the bandits. He prevails and asks her to turn to the other gods. Now, guess what she's going to say to that? Not a chance. She doesn't want to be a painting. She's alive. She wants love. You know, you can't send me back to that. How would you like to spend forever as a painting on an old screen? I'm young and I'm beautiful, or so they say. Even bandits think so. Am I not to live at all? Not know myself or be loved? So you see, I don't want to dream my whole loveless life away. And Monkey does understand that, you know, she's a wee bit too beautiful to go to waste. And that's really where the whole episode comes to its real message. Monkey is utterly besotted with her. He wasn't he originally, but the more time he's spent with her, he absolutely is. But what about the the screen? It's been destroyed. Maybe that's a moot point then, can he do anything? Hang on. We then see the real Surasvati appearing as an apparition. It's like, a wee bit like Obi-Wan Kenobi in The Empire Strikes Back. Eh? But you're... Who are you? The real consort of Brahma, Surasvati, one of the 300 million gods. Yes? That's a lot. But who is she then? Like, she's only a painting that wants to be real. Ah, so she maybe she wasn't really the 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 goddess after all. She was just a a, a painting manifestation of it that thinks that she was the real one. Uh-huh. Pictures must live on screens. And so a new one is fashioned. M- Monkey doesn't really want her to return to the screen. 
But she's no real. She's just an image. You shouldn't love a picture monkey. You know, even he's kind of formed for her eventually. He wasn't up for her earlier. But the more time he's spent with her, he's sort of getting into her. If I hurt you, then I'm sorry. You shouldn't love a picture. So it's your fault too, monkey. You are more. You became real. This is an image no more. Realising what she is, she voluntarily returns to the picture. Monkey is gutted at this, right? It's like that moment at the when someone just gets on the train, you know? It's like, ah, oh, well, see you later. What did you learn? Asks the real god. But no! Who put that back there? Monkey? Well, I call it a rotten trick. She went back by herself, you idiot! Oh. Who talked her into it, though? What's wrong? Are you crying? <laughs> I'm not! <sighs> Nothing much. As he looks longingly at the picture. He is upset. He's not crying. He's definitely not crying. But he's upset. And most interestingly, the six other gods, they, they, didn't, they didn't care. They just can't wait to get back into the picture. Right? Happy days. Monkey comes with the picture. You must go back. And they're like, yep, yep. But listen, we got burned. Look at the state of our clothes. And Monkey, feeling a wee bit sort of generous, magics them up some good new clothes. And Arios, they return to the picture. Monkey looks on it, a wee bit sad, seeing her in there. It might have been love. Oh, never. We are going to India. I look after you, Master. Enchantment, that's all it was. And that's off times just the way it has to be, yeah? So, what was the episode about? the main theme this week is idealising people on screens so you know like that's what it is like I mean maybe Monkey in 1979 or something like that was able to forecast something like the pictures that people put up with internet dating you know which with all the filters and you know the best lighting and all that kind of stuff and they become wow Aren't they gorgeous? But you see people in real life and they've got blemishes and all that kind of stuff. It's just never as good. Like, it would be... I understand why people want to put the best picture on because that catches attention. But it can sometimes be quite a... quite a divergence between reality. That monkey's fallen into this problem, though. He's he's so enamoured by this real-life beauty... He just, uh, he just doesn't want her to go back to the picture. He's, what if you like, he's made that step beyond internet dating where he's actually progressed beyond this idealisation of an image to idealisation of the real person. So it's like he's, he's gone, I'd rather date in real life than go back to this internet dating thing. 
Do you think that's what it's all about? Because, like, even though she's a fake, she's just a an apparition. She is flesh and blood. She's no just JPEGs, you know? And, you know, when people just... They, they, or, or people that run YouTube channels and things like that, and you think you know them, but you didn't really know them, right? You didn't know them at all. Monkeys just... I didn't want to go back to the internet. I think that's what... I think that's really what that's all about. This locker room talk that happens at the beginning of the episode, and it's Sandy that's like stars at that, right? But but basically, they are they're falling into this habit of just marking women out of ten, right? Or oh, she's a nine, or she's an eight, she's a six. The woman in the picture, she's a ten, right? She's a total ten, right? Now that's probably all fine amongst themselves when they're walking. But when they're in the village, they really should moderate that type of chat, right? It's just, even Trippy Taka doesn't like it, right? How dare you put someone down to, you're just treat, how dare you just treat someone as an object? See, Trippy Taka in modern parlance would be getting likes on Twitter for saying something like that, wouldn't he? And the other three, were, they would be getting down votes. Can you get them banned? Right? Even though, like, I'm sure, I'm sure it happens a lot the other way around too, right? But this uh, relegating women to just out of ten, I think that's, there's a theme there of, you know, they're human beings too, eh, Sandy. So, you know, you, you might just want to have a little think about that. Right. The other thing is, like, Monkey was clowning around at, at one part of this episode, but that's because he's hurt. He's hurt. So you know that when people like, I, I'm no bothered. I, I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I've got a big bit of steel in the heart. And I can clown around and I can put on a little show. Really what that often is, is it's a protection. I think that's what Monkey is. He's he's just blacking around. Because he doesn't really want anyone to know that actually he's pretty upset. And it's easier sometimes to act the fool than to face up to that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Everyone loves a clown, eh? Original transmissions. In the UK, it was the 22nd of November, 1985. That was a good bit later than episode 18, right? Which was 1981. So let's assume that that was a typo. And it's the 22nd of 11th, 1981. In Japan, it was the 23rd of March, 1980. And in Australia, the 6th of July, 1981. 
It wasn't love, apparently. It was just magic. But he did like her. Monkey is sad. Let's go, says Tripitaka. Listen, I will look after you. And Monkey's, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, agreed. I've just got to forget her. The narrator says, Feelings are important, but they can be mastered. Else the tail wags the dog. Join us next week for episode 47. Mothers, catch you then. Your pine robes into your imagination That can fetch an open fall and forever See colors transcending even rainbows We have so much we can discover Never stop at shining through the dark We're listening to the Monkey Magic Podcast, an affectionate look back at the iconic Japanese TV series Monkey. Monkey is available on Blu-ray and DVD from Fabulous Films and will be coming to a streaming service to you soon. Meantime, please like, share and if you have any comments, we'd love to hear from you at monkeymagicpodcast at gmail.com. And Guinness 2022 on Twitter. So just the one this week, Max Zidane writes in to say, the reason that only big bands have cover bands is simply they're popular. So in effect, the fake pilgrims aping, no pun intended, Monkey and Co., it's actually a compliment, isn't it? Yeah, yes, yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> yeah, like actually they've went to the trouble to get replica clothes and done up a wee bit like them. It is a wee bit of a compliment, yeah. He also pointed out that Trippy Taka on social media would not be the typical user of social media. And I guess that's correct as well because... If that did exist in those days, you'd probably imagine Tripitaka being what you would call a a responsible user of social media. So he wouldn't be going for the the yaboo politics that exists on Twitter where people are just getting into ridiculous arguments over things that they know nothing about. Trippy as a kind of Buddhist would probably be shooing away from things like that. Whereas Pigsy, he'd be massively into that. Wow. Pigsy on social media. There's a thought, eh? Oh, well. My name's JP. Thanks for listening. 